under the hood. Making car buying and owning easy with the Cam Clark Auto Group, your trusted authority in vehicle sales and service. Hello and welcome to Under the Hood, a podcast designed to help you buy, lease, or maintain a car. On our first three episodes, we helped you pick out a vehicle, one that is right for you and your circumstances. We also explored and explained the purchasing process of new and used vehicles, including trade-ins. So now that we have that new vehicle, let's discuss how to take care of it. Congratulations on your vehicle. A new vehicle or new to you vehicle is an exciting purchase. It is functional, obviously, but it also becomes an extension of you in a way. You try to take care of yourself, so it makes sense that you take care of your vehicle as well. Keeping up with the regular maintenance schedule will help prevent costly repairs of the cooling system, transmission system, drivetrain, and other components. Preventative car care reduces wear and tear of the engine and other components that extend the life of your vehicle. I'm Stacy McChesney. I've been with the Cam Clark Auto Group. Uh, this February will be seven years, and I am currently the service manager. Ignoring, you know, something today, is it's not going to get better. It will just get progressively worse. So that little engine light or illuminated symbol, you know the one that pops on one day, may disappear the next, and might have you thinking, must have been a glitch, everything's fine. <gasps> Until it's not. Don't get to that stage. It will cost you more in the end. Preventative measures with regular maintenance could save you a lot of money and problems in the end. Let's rewind and go to the first year of you owning that vehicle. One. Well, it's advised that first and foremost, you become familiar with the owner's manual. Every vehicle comes equipped with an owner's manual, covering all the features and components under the hood and inside the cabin. Your vehicle's manual will offer a suggested maintenance schedule that goes over all the parts and fluids that your specific vehicle needs regularly replaced, how often to change your oil, when it's time to examine belts and filters, not to mention all the safety measures. My neighbor does all of his own preventative maintenance in his driveway. I want to go to a shop. Is it a good idea to get it done at the service department in the dealership? Right. So your neighbor is most likely a car enthusiast and able to check the engine and the battery, rotate the tires, change the spark plugs, air and cabin filters, and maybe even inspect and change belts. But, this is a big but, that's not everyone's forte and passion. In fact, doing it yourself, if you don't know what you're doing, could be detrimental to the performance of your vehicle. So you definitely want a professional, especially to comply with your warranty. A clean and professional maintenance record will also strengthen the resale value of your vehicle when it comes time to sell it or trade it in. This is a tricky one, though, isn't it? We've all heard a story about that untrustworthy independent mechanic or the service center upselling us or overcharging. Yeah, the torque is running out of whack with the horsepower and the spark plugs, so you're looking at a couple of grand there, eh? 
It's easy to feel that you're being taken advantage of or vulnerable if you don't know much about the process. There have been studies conducted suggesting a small population of mechanics may actually try to squeeze more money out of customers by doing unnecessary repairs. These same folks may overcharge women, the elderly, or add what's called gravy work to the bill, which is billing for more time than a job actually takes. So empower yourself, research and read the reviews on the mechanic or service center, go a few pages deep, and if it's getting solid reviews, then you can make an informed decision. (coughs) Knowledge is power. So if you trust the dealership that you purchased the vehicle from and you've read all of the reviews, then the service department should uphold that same level of integrity. Robin Peterson is a service manager at the Cam Clark Ford dealership in Red Deer, Alberta. She tells us one of the reasons the dealership service center might be the right choice. We get the advantage of taking care of a customer in a way that a lot of mom-pa shops don't. You know, we have the backing now of our dealer group. We also have the backing of the manufacturer as well. And, uh, it, you know, it's our job here to fight those battles for you when, when they do arise, unfortunately. And, and, you know, we have the tools to do that. So once you've read the manual and done your research to find a trusted, favorable mechanic or service center, what do you need to be on top of in that first year or subsequent years? We put that question to Robin as well. At the very minimum, very, very minimum, you need to change the oil at the recommended intervals in your vehicle, right? At most places now that you're going to get your oil changed, they're going to do some sort of multi-point inspection. Hopefully they're going to check things like air filters, which, you know, you should do regularly, even when you're not driving in, in dusty conditions. You know, we want to make sure we, we see uh, mice who like to build nests in, inside of air filter housings and boxes and things like that. So it's important to have that type of uh, basic minimum done. Lots of places are going to do regular visual checks to recognize, you know, potential problems like leaks or, you know, brake wear or uneven tire wear or things that you need to address. But what we're looking for here is oil changes, tire rotations, basic inspections, um, just to keep you on the road, right? Newer vehicles now have a lot less maintenance than um, older models did. And so a lot of the new technology that's coming forward allows us to maintain vehicles um, at a lot less cost than we used to have. So coming in for an oil change and a tire rotation, we're hoping to make that manageable for most uh, most consumers now. The very minimum oil change. But when to do that? Well, every vehicle is different. So cue that owner's manual again. The traditional recommendation, according to Auto Repair for Dummies, is to change your oil every 5,000 kilometers or six months for an older vehicle or every 8,000 kilometers for a new vehicle. And if you're wondering why you even need to change the oil, it's because the additives in dirty oil boil out and wreak all sorts of havoc in parts of the engine that the oil is supposed to protect in the first place, hence why an oil change is preventative maintenance. Robin also mentioned tire rotation. This will again depend on your vehicle. Is it front, rear, or all-wheel drive? You don't know? Cue the owner's manual again. 
tires will wear at different rates and the drive wheels have more work to do. So if your vehicle is front-wheel drive, for example, the front wheels are used to steer, brake, and carry the added weight of a front-mounted engine and transaxle. In Canada, no matter what type of driven wheels you operate, it's a good idea to inspect and or rotate the tires as we come out of winter and go into spring. So perhaps think about booking one of the oil changes and tire rotations every spring so the mechanic or the service center can do an inspection of any damages from the winter. We're talking to you, potholes. It's also imperative that the wheel retorquing is done properly. More often than not, those dangerous wheel separations are due to too much or too little torque. You just mentioned tires. Do I need winter tires? Or are my all-season tires good enough? And are my all-seasons the same as all-weather? As soon as the temperature consistently dips below 7 degrees Celsius, you really should change over to winter tires to benefit from the increased traction, braking, and handling in all winter conditions, including snowy, icy, and cold and dry pavement. Canada Drives describes winter tires like this. Big, blocky treads that move water and slush more efficiently and softer rubber that maintains flexibility in cold temperatures. When the temperatures become hot, that softness becomes a liability, which is why you need to swap out winter tires for all season or all weather. That brings us to the other point. The newest kit on the tire block is all-weather, which is different from all-seasons. Here's why. All-season tires offer optimal performance during spring, summer, and fall, but they tend to lose grip on the roads in temperatures below 7 degrees Celsius. Some manufacturers are now calling these tires three-season. All-weather tires are a hybrid between all-season and winter tires and can cover you in mild conditions and even non-extreme winter conditions. You'll know if your tires are all-weather if you see a symbol of a three-peaked mountain and snowflake on your physical tire. So, do you need winter tires? Safety is the upside to winter tires and pretty much a necessity if you have all-season tires. If you have all-weather tires and live in an area that doesn't experience extreme winter conditions, then know that all-weather is recognized by Transport Canada as safe to use in most snowy conditions. And remember, even with the best tires, those who ignore safe and defensive driving practices in our Canadian winters are still putting us all at risk of collision. I've been doing a lot of working from home lately, so my car doesn't get out much. Does that pose any kind of problem? Working from home is not a new concept, but a broader range of industries and individuals are exercising that option. So what does it mean for the vehicle that you use to commute with day in and day out? Back to Stacey McChesney for that perspective. You know, there's a lot of individuals that are currently working from home that may not be using their vehicle as much as they previously did. So, you know, just keep in mind that maintenance schedule. You know, when you deal with oil and fluids, it's still breaking down as it's sitting there. You know, your tires aren't turning. You can get flat spots if you if it's an extended period of time. You know, there's a exposed parts underneath the hood as well that are still experiencing the elements, even though they may necessarily be fully exposed. Belts, that sort of thing. So you, you do have to uh, just be just be aware of it. 
One day, you know, we will get back to uh, traveling and uh, doing all the things that we previously did uh, pre-pandemic. <laughs> I have my fingers and toes crossed. <laughs> back to traveling, yes! Speaking of which, are there any specific maintenance tips for our vehicle before going on a road trip? Taking it into your mechanic or service center and advising them that you're on a road trip is not a bad idea. You want to make sure your vehicle's battery is checked, as well as brakes, lights, and yes, those tires. And it's always good to have a charged phone, an emergency kit, and a roadside assistance plan, which is offered with some of the vehicles. Ask when you purchase. Here are a few more maintenance tips to keep in mind. Warm up your vehicle no more than 30 seconds before you start driving in the winter. You, on the other hand, may take about 30 minutes to warm up. CAA suggests to keep the fuel tank at least half full. Autoblog says don't shift into reverse if your vehicle is rolling forward. That is really hard on your transmission. So remember, read your vehicle manual and do some homework on your vehicle. Research and ask around for a trusted service center or independent mechanic, one that makes you feel comfortable and explains what needs to be done, why it needs to be done, how long it's going to take, and the expected cost associated with the maintenance. Don't be afraid to question things if you don't understand, and practice preventative maintenance on your vehicle, including, at the very minimum, getting your oil changed and tires checked or rotated as suggested by your vehicle's maintenance schedule. Before we go, time for One for the Road, a personal story behind the scenes at a car dealership. This time we check in with Craig Brown, who operates out of Cam Clark's Kamloops dealership, where it's all about community and support. Blake Clark and Cam Clark, they've allowed and want the stores to run still as individual stores, and for that store to stand out inside of their community. You know, on the charitable side, is $100 from every car deal um, is set aside and uh, we donate that back to charities. We give to, you know, different organizations each year that approach us. We built quite a big thing inside of the community and people know that we do charities. Um, if anybody's internally, if anybody's kids are in any sports leagues, anything along those lines and they, uh, they, they need help, we're more than happy to help out. On our service side, we have a college in town that does apprenticeships, and so um, we support the, the college. I think inside we have four of our technicians that have actually come through the college that we've supported and um, brought them in to give them you know, careers inside of the business as well. With more than 1,600 fires destroying or damaging close to 8,700 square kilometers of land this year, the 2021 wildfire season in BC was the third worst on record in terms of area burned. It was a time for the entire city and for businesses like Cam Clark to step in and help any way they could. I guess this summer with three fires burning within 10 kilometers of us, we lived in fear for a lot of people. and. Obviously, there was a lot of community support needed where people were being evacuated. Where can they, how can they leave them? How can they pack up their belongings? As we've been through fires for, you know, a few times over the last, let's just say even 20 years. And so, you know, we've definitely adapted to say, hey, you know, um, if your family members are being evacuated, you can bring, they load their trailers up full of stuff and bring them to the lot. Um, just support communities. Um, 
you know, outside of our community as well and support them in any which way we can. There was, you know, one of the uh, town called Lytton burned down here and, you know, those guys were all displaced and of course they're, the band buys vehicles from us um, and we reached out how to support and they were, uh, you know, nobody had gas for their cars and the government hadn't kicked in and we went to a local gas station that we use for us and uh, we rallied together and we gave them $15,000 worth of gas cards for the, for the communities. We have to understand what they're going through um, with their broke down car and maybe, you know, one of the sales units that's getting a safety doesn't need that safety that day, but this customer's car needs to be fixed that day. That's it, adapt to the people more than so much the business, if that makes sense. The whole reason we're doing this podcast is so that people have an outreach where they can get a bunch of information about the car business from car guys that I think are real car guys with inside the Cam Clark organization. And so I hope that, uh, you know, people utilize this service to help themselves grow in knowledge and sometimes overcome the fear of coming to the, you know, a car dealership. Thank you for listening to Under the Hood, brought to you by the Cam Clark Auto Group. Please drive safely and subscribe for more helpful tips about car ownership anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. On the Road is sponsored by the Cam Clark Auto Group, your trusted authority in vehicle sales and service. To find a dealership near you, visit camclarkautogroup.com.